In Southeast Agnet's Ag and Review for the week ending November the 4th, Tuesday's election is not expected to really impact chances for an early farm bill action in Congress, no matter which party has the House or Senate majority. But one thing's for sure, low commodity prices are not going away, not with huge surpluses weighing down the markets. And American Farm Bureau's Dale Moore expects that to generate support from both parties for an early farm bill. I think it's an even money bet that we're going to see uh, sooner rather than later chairs and the ranking members of uh, both the House and Senate Ag Committee starting their discussions. Now, while the current Farm Bill expires in 2018, Moore says planning is already underway at Farm Bureau and on Capitol Hill for an early Farm Bill. We would expect, in fact, we've been hearing this, you know, pretty much since I think probably mid-summer, if not earlier, both, uh, you know, Chairman Conaway on the House side, Chairman Roberts on the Senate side, talking about we're, we're thinking about the farm bill. We're getting ready for the farm bill. And more expects farm bill work to start early next year. You look at not only what's going on, on in the markets, you know, for uh, commodities, you also have to look at what Mother Nature's been dropping on folks. We have, you know, drought conditions up in the northeast. We've got them all the way through the southeast. We've got them out west. So there are folks that are still looking, how do, how do I deal with, you know, a market return picture more red ink than black ink. In other news, beef and dairy producers who have yet to take advantage of free online BQA certification are reminded there's just a few days left to do this. The deadline is November 13th. Bearinger Ingelheim Vet Medica Incorporated is picking up the online training fee for every person who completes BQA training through that date. Josh White, Executive Director of Producer Education for the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, encourages producers to take advantage of this opportunity. Just take a few hours of watching those modules, answering a few questions to get certified, and it makes a big difference for not only your operation, just to make sure you're doing the right thing there and, and using the latest management practices, but also our consumer confidence really is positively affected. Now, the BQA program is important to the cattle industry because it is a producer's consumer-friendly story to tell, helping them talk about using BQA protocols for producing a safe and high-quality beef product. The BQA training modules are customized to fit the specific needs of each segment of the cattle industry. That's cow-calf, stocker, feed yard, and dairy operations. The program covers production practices such as proper handling and administration of animal health products, reducing injection site blemishes, and low-stress cattle handling principles. And White encourages producers to go online and learn more. We are under a free certification period thanks to our partnership with Beringer Engelheim right now. Uh, you can visit bqa.org and find all you need to know. Well, peanut stocks have dropped a little more. That's according to a recent report. Tyron Spearman has the numbers. USDA's Ag Statistics Service has released the latest edition of peanut stocks and processing. For two months running now, the stocks of peanuts is down 18.4% to 1.85 billion pounds. By category, they said that September was not an exciting month for growth in the domestic peanut market. In preparation for the holidays, it looks like candy usage was the star. Candy using peanuts is up 17.2%, increasing that up to 17.8% for the year. After a major increase last month on peanut snacks, they dropped 15.8% this month for September, and after two months, is down 7.7%. Another star was peanut butter, increase of 5.9% for the first two months, but down slightly 2% during the month of September. November is National Peanut Butter Lovers Month, and it'll be a promotion going on across the country. 
But according to USDA, September was a good start for the marketing year. Peanut usage up 4.6% for raw shell usage in shells are slightly down. I'm Tyron Spearman for Southeast Agnet. Kathy Isom tells us why the phone lines are already lighting up and the questions are pouring in to USDA's Meat and Poultry Hotline. We're still weeks away from carving that Thanksgiving turkey, but folks at the Agriculture Department's Meat and Poultry Hotline report... We're busy. Marianne Gravely with the hotline says calls and questions about turkeys are already starting. Most of them here early in the season are basically... How long can you keep a turkey in, in the freezer? Because people are apparently starting to dig around, finding fresh frozen turkeys that may have been in there for a little while. And um, we have had turkeys as old as 10 years. And their owners are asking if those turkeys are safe to cook and safe to serve. What we tell people is that a turkey will keep its best quality for a full year. After that, it will lose flavor or dry out. But if it's been kept frozen all that time, safety is not the issue, it's quality. For answers to your questions, call the Meat and Poultry Hotline at 1-888-MP-HOTLINE or go online and search askkaren.gov. I'm Kathy Isom, Southeast Agnet. And to wrap up this week's podcast, Everett Grinder talks about the progress of farming over the past 100 years. You want to know how farming has changed over the last century? Listen carefully. In 1850, it required 75 to 90 hours labor and three acres of land to produce 100 bushels of corn. That's two weeks paid labor today. By 1930, it only took about 30 hours of hard work. That's about half a week in today's time. Tractors and harrows were involved by this time, but corn was still pulled by hand. Corn combines came along in the 1940s, but it still took 15 hours and two acres of land. Today, 200 bushels of corn is practical on any acre of land, and time is calculated in minutes. Corn's an example in this case. Other grain crops have kept pace with corn. In fact, all crops can be included in in this progress movement. It's hard to imagine what's ahead for the next hundred years. And that's Ag Review for today. Everett Reiner, Southeast Agnet. Those reports and more can be found on our website, southeastagnet.com. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnet.